Yes, it is the Step Ace Podcast, back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and a very empty chair next to me here in the studio because Lachlan Bloody Wilson has decided to zoom in. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, and you know what? That's an apt sound effect. Give us a big fake round of applause because it is the Step Ace Podcast, regardless whether we're all in the same room together. But Lockie, you've decided to, um, you know, take the word of the of the government on board, and you've decided to zoom in today out of safety. Lockie's locked down. <laughs> He's doing it for the community. He's doing it for I you, am. the I listener. Am. <laughs> I don't. Want, I don't want to infect anyone. No, I, I, I just figured we we don't have quite the same permits and stuff we did the first go round. So until we get that sorted or something changes. Um, maybe you should come. We'll, we'll give this a go. Maybe you should come move in with us just for a week. Just come move in, mate. I mean, if the invitation's there, is it that or intimate partners? Well, I was just thinking, if I sucked your dick for just a moment, would that be okay? <laughs> would that would mean that, we're intimate partners? Yeah, I don't know. And would you be up for that, Lockie? Yeah, I mean, if that's going to get us around the lockdown laws, I'm I'm open for anything. Wow, <laughs> the audience loves that. Big fake round of applause for the blowjob to to circumvent the rules. But then how would you come around here for a potential blowjob if you, like, for your first blowjob, like, so to try and circumvent the rules? Like, how would that happen? Because that would essentially be breaking the rules to then make it legal? But surely you could meet someone in lockdown and then become intimate partners. Right. But there's probably a definition somewhere. Last time around, my, um, my girlfriend's, like, housemate at the time, had, like she literally like made an agreement with the person she was seeing that they, he was going to come over and he was probably going to stay the night. So it had to be like, if you could put it in writing, Mark, that you're going to suck my dick. Then <laughs> I think, I think that's all we need. Everyone always wants it in writing. <laughs> Everyone always wants it in writing. They'll never take my word. It's ridiculous. Um, but Hey, look, I did ask for a lockdown on this very program. Uh, last week, I said my social calendar was filling up and Victorians, you have delivered. You've given me uh, a, a brief reprieve from the social engagements and for that, I thank you very much. But is, it is a bit bittersweet, Lockie, that you're not here in the uh, in the studio. Um, it's a shame that you're not here. It's a shame that you won't circumvent the rules for us. But again, the sweet side is I get to press the button because you are a wimp, Wilson. You're a bloody fucking coward. Um, I think he's doing the right thing. I think you're okay, Lockie. You're looking out for Thanks. the community. You're you're doing the right thing. You're gonna. I just. It's more like you're a model if, citizen. If anything did happen, and they, like we ha- we are leaving a very open paper trail to our activities. Yes. If, if you could get it in, if if there was some kind of loophole, I would gladly jump through it. I'm. I'm. There's no moral. Uh, it's not for the good of good of our safety. Uh, well, let, let me just tell you how you truly fucked my podcast for today, right? <laughs> I had a, a genius little catfish slash stepmate stitch up for oh, you. It was, oh, it was brilliant. It was outrageous. It was so fucking good. I was going to get a text mid th- like midway through the fucking midway through the podcast saying that I was either positive with covid or that I was registered as a close contact for covid and you were going to be stuck in this small unventilated room with man with a man who was potentially covid positive and I was going to get you back and it it fucked me once again you have fucked me by pulling this shit the second you got that I got that message from you saying hey mate oh, do you mind man. if I zoom in my heart sank 
Half of my day's work was we, null. We were going to turn off. We were going to pretend to stop the recording as well and just see what happens. Like, let the mics roll. I was going to go, Sebi, pause this for a moment. And then he wasn't going to pause it. And we were going to have a discussion about how I was riddled with COVID. And now you blokes probably are too. Fuck, that's pretty good. And now it's but, fucking ruined. Hey. <laughs> now all I've got is, is the opportunity to tell our listeners what fucking great gag I was about to do. Oh, How man. fucking lame oh. is that? I'm, I'm a bit nervous, though, at the fact of uh, the stepmate stitch up. It's going to get juicy, that's gonna get... If that's where it begins, just imagine where we are in a oh, year's time. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's stressful because I feel like the pod's been something to look forward to in the week for me. And now it's going to turn into something I dread. Exactly. Because <laughs> of the stitcher. But you're not going to believe things either after a while. Yeah, man, like... you're going to become very sceptical boys, I'm <laughs> telling you. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you what, lockdown, what is it? Lockdown 4.0, boys. I, I was watching the footy on Friday night because there was nothing else that I had to do. Thank fuck. <laughs> um, no crowd, which is also, which is always very fucking weird. But then I saw something, and this is where this is where I'm kind of getting like, are the rules just a bit fucking strange? The boys come into the room and they they go to sing the song, but first they all have to put masks on. Really? And they're standing around in the circle oh, and they're singing the that. song in masks. Um, and then literally just after the song, they cut to not not five minutes ago, the boys all huddling around each other, high fiving hugging each other, spitting on their fucking hands. It just, it felt a little strange that they had to then come into the room and wear masks because of COVID. It's probably because they were inside, maybe. that was Because the... it's technically inside. But it's also, they've got to put on a bit of a show, like the AFL has it's to be seen. It's so as, ridiculous. Yeah. It's so silly. Uh, but how's, how's your weekend been, Lockie, with, uh, amongst this lockdown 4.0? It's not been too bad. I've watched a lot of movies and TV shows. I watched, there's a movie called Escape Room. Um, you know, it just, it, it, I saw, saw a plot summary for it and I was like, oh yeah, sounds pretty dumb, sounds pretty fun. Uh, my girlfriend and I thought it would be a good idea to watch it. So we got it up on Amazon Prime and watched it and it was, it was exceptionally bad. Like I couldn't believe how <laughs> bad it was. And, and I, but I, rem I remember, because I was, I was watching it and I was like, this is worse than it should be. Like, I thought this movie was going to be bad, but like a fun bad. And I looked it up. I looked it up on my phone and uh, Rotten Tomatoes was like 51%, which is bad, but not too bad. And it yeah. was like a 6.4 on IMDb, on IMDb. And then that's when I realized we were watching the wrong Escape Room. Oh, wow. So there's two movies called Escape Room. One of them was the one we were watching which was like an independent film. I, I'm assuming the budget was in the negatives. Wow, uh, they was, lost money. Was, yeah. It was pretty fucking bad. So we watched, we watched that and then we just watched Escape Room, the proper one straight after. <laughs> was it? And it actually made Escape Room a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> so are you telling me that the, that the indie one, the shit one, was the one that was on Amazon Prime? Yeah. That's bizarre then, to me. You, I would have thought the good one so, was on so Amazon. Strange. Were they both on Amazon? The, the good one you had to rent. You had to actually pay for. Ah, uh, right. Lame. Lame. That's not... 
Amazon are, are you know big supporters of the show, obviously, um, <laughs> and all of their broadcasting is quality. I don't understand yeah. why they put the indie shitty film up there with a negative budget. Well, that they probably no buy sense. a lot of just shitty films to have on the back end to fill out the. Catalog. Where's Bogan? <laughs> Where's regular old Bogan on the Amazon Prime fucking list? I'll then? call. Let's call up Bezos. Should we get Bezos on the I'm show? I'm gonna get fucking Jeffo on the phone right now and go, "Hey, cunt, what's this with escape room? <laughs> Let's check up Rob, you fucking clown. What's going on? Sometimes." Infinitely better than <laughs> Escape Room, the 2017 version. Sometimes Unreal. those shitty movies can be good, though. Sometimes you can find a gem. Yeah. I got Shudder. Have you guys heard of Shudder? It's like this horror yeah, only, it. but they've got really obscure horror films on there that you've never really even heard of. Um, but they're great. I've found a couple of gems on there. I could do with a new movie or a new show. I've, uh, I've, I've fallen into somewhat of a, a YouTube hole because I looked up um, some tips about how to, how to drive a golf ball. Um, yeah. And now it's just non-stop <laughs> golf lessons and Tiger Woods montage. You have fallen into a couple of strange YouTube habits lately because I come out sometimes and then we'll just hear the golf and just be like, yes, that was a beautiful swing. Yeah, what a beautiful shot. Yeah, now I'm sta- now I'm watching the PGA. Now I'm watching the world, like, the, the American Cup. Um, it's fucked. It's, there was, it's ridiculous. I, we went to the pub the other night and the golf was on. You are like, having a look. Yeah, man. You're it, sneaking it, it sucks sneaking you in. A peak. This is how it happens. Um, and uh, I've heard you listen. You've, you've been watching like a guy solve Sudoku puzzles. Yeah, that's actually really, really relaxing is watching people solve puzzles. Yeah, right. Because I, I love a good puzzle, man. Yeah. Like, you, know, you don't have to do any of the mental work, but you still get the satisfaction. Exactly. I get to watch someone solve a problem, puzzle in real time. Um, one of the YouTube things, which is very strange, and I, I don't even know how I feel about this, um, I, I received this, It was I think it was last night as I was flicking through YouTube. Uh, it's, it's a video of what seems to be 16, maybe 17-year-old girls uh, doing, like, long jump and high jump. And it's just sort of shot from the stands. And it was like, you know, um, some European fucking athletics carnival or something. That doesn't sound right. That just... it, 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 it sounds like one of those, like, deep pedo ring things that, like, like that, you know, that people fall into, right? Did, did you watch many of these? It does. So I've subscribed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. Someone must have put it on my computer. No, it's it's very strange. Like, I feel like, I don't know where it came from because I do watch a ro- lot of running videos. I watch yeah. a lot of sport. Um, and I've been vi- getting into athletics recently. So, And I, I guess they've also worked out that I'm a red-blooded male. Do they have a lot of uh, views? It, yeah. I, I, think it was, I think it had something like... Um, 50,000 or something or 100,000 views. Jesus. How's the comment section? That's the real test. Off. <laughs> oh, really? Off. Comment section's off, yeah, which means... Right. And then I, I did actually go to this guy's channel because I was like, this is a fucking pedo ring. And it's all just different sports carnivals. Yeah, right. Of chicks. Wait, it's all not, chicks. It's not the institution that is filming it, though, is it? Or is it just no. like Steve? No, I'm going to find the guy's name. I think it's like... <laughs> it's, like, it's like His name's like Snobby or something oh, like that. God. It's very strange. It's very creepy. Um, so I need, I need some sort of properly made show. I think I need to get, I need to get off YouTube. It's obviously very toxic. Yeah. Um, I just finished Invincible. Invincible is very good. I think actually one of, uh, one of our listeners told us to listen to it in the mailbag. Um, very good animated, but it's sort of like superheroes, like a take on superheroes gone rogue sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Similar to the boys, but like really well done. Yeah. Nice. And that, that was I actually pr- watched the first two episodes today, Seb. Oh, did you enjoy Invincible. it? Invincible. It's pretty fun, yeah. I li- it's um, I like how violent it is. Yeah, I do. I struggle sometimes with those animations because they feel like they're for kids. But then I remember that I love shows like fucking South Park and Rick and Morty, 
and that you can actually find other animated I thought shows. You were going to go on the back of my story and just go like, and then I then I remembered I love kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, long jump, high jump, doesn't matter. Long jump, high jump, triple jump. Put. I'll even I'll even dabble in triple jump. I, I'm not I'm not against it. Um, um, I did. I tell you what, Lucky. I did watch Army of the Dead, which you said was trash. I thought it was okay. Of course you did. I thought it was all right. I don't know what you're expecting. It's a it's a zombie film set in Las Vegas. I, I feel like they delivered. I, what were you hoping I felt for? Like it, 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 it was like it it was not bad enough that I was having like fun bad, but and it, it took itself too seriously. It insisted upon it, itself. It, it did. It insisted <laughs> upon itself. It, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I think I, I probably went a little hard on it just for the just for the, the lols, really. Yeah, I just right, was showing right. off, okay? You caught That's, me out. No, uh, it was a fine film. It's written on the tin. It's written it on the it's tin. Written it's written a zombie tin. movie in Las Vegas, and there's they're in Las <laughs> Vegas, and there's zombies. Um, <laughs> what I did, did you think of the opening scene, the roadhead scene? That Yeah, that is quite similar to what we did. But uh, Do we need to sue? We might need to sue Zack Schneider. I'll get him on the, I'll get him on the blower. I did watch uh, a sad film, though, fellas, actually. The Father. Have you heard of The Father with uh, Anthony Hopkins? No. I think he won Best Actor for it, or he was nominated. Um, very yeah, sad. Yeah, he won. He, I haven't seen it though. It is. Uh, it's an emotional roller coaster because it's it's about Anthony Hopkins and he's got dementia. Um, and Has ba- he? And, <laughs> and basically, what's happening is like, um, like his daughter's coming in the room and then he's talking to her and then she leaves and then she comes in as a different actress but still playing the role of his daughter. And yeah, so it gets confused right. and they sort of fuck with time and stuff. And Does it make you feel like you have dementia? <laughs> a little. Like the film actually does because <laughs> there's stuff happening. Yeah. yeah, But uh, very sad. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I shed a few tears. Really? In the final scene, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Wept. Harrowing. Really? I was watching it with my girlfriend. And she was more interested in watching my tears. She was turn yeah. around and be like, oh, look, you're crying. You piece Chicks of shit. Chicks love that. Moments of weakness. I know. And oh, I was like, turn around and watch the film. Don't watch me. <laughs> But do no, you, very, very sad. Do you cry much, Seb, outside of films? Like, when's the last time you cried? Constantly. Constantly, yeah. yeah. No, not not usually. Not usually. I can't, I couldn't even remember the last time. I've never seen Seb cry. I don't think. Really? Uh, I, th- it, well, it's, I could tell you the last movie. The last movie was Coco. Have you seen Coco? That I have. Pixar it's pretty one. good. It's pretty sad, that, that scene toward the end, without spoilers, but... I don't know. When it, have, do you guys tear up in films? What's the last film you guys teared up in? Fuck, I couldn't tell you the last film I teared up. Lucky, have you got a... I'll, I'll have a think. Um, the last... I, I I actually really like if a film can make me tear up. Um, but I the, the last time I remember really, like, weeping was post-Meredith Music Festival. It was about two or three days after the festival. I don't know why I was feeling really sad that day maybe maybe a lack of uh happy serotonin serotonin yeah yeah, it was weird a real lack of serotonin i (laughs) i was i was actually drawing i was i was animating something and i had just a like a music playlist on and mazzy star came on and i just started fucking bawling my eyes out and i was like this is this is pathetic (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it feels so good afterwards though after a good little cry like, it feels like you've lifted something off. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, str- I, st- I do struggle to cry in movies, I must say. I get the lump in my throat. Yeah, the lump. And it's the same when I'm watching a scary movie. I get the anxiety, but I never get sort of the, the, the big jump or the, the major scare. I don't know why. I, I think it's hard for me to fully immerse myself in the content. Yeah. Um, and I always see 
it as a production and it's it's trying to manipulate my emotions. I cry predominantly as a bargaining tool um, when <laughs> clients are sort of, you know, asking me to bring the money down, you know, the cost down or <laughs> they're thinking of going to a different production company. I'm disgusting. I will beg them um, and I will grovel and cry to get the deal <laughs> no, done. I re- the last time you cried was at a uh, friend's wedding. When his dad oh, gave yeah. the speech. Oh, mate. I was very drunk as well. I had a belly full of Prosecco. <laughs> and um, I, I was a blubbering mess for about three and a half hours. I was uh, Well, I the, was yeah. Fucked. Well, the story behind it was the dad had recently had a pretty close call with cancer, um, but made, made it through and yeah. sort of got to see his oldest son get married. And he speaks so fucking well. Like, he's like... Yeah, for a bloke that's basically had cancer all through his face, yeah, uh, he spoke particularly well out of the side of his mouth, but he spoke very fucking well. It's disgusting how well he spoke. Yeah, um, just and it was it was it was a beautiful day. That's what I, that's all I kept saying was walking around, <laughs> just going, "What a beautiful day! What an absolutely gorgeous day! Beautiful day!" But you know, no one thinks any less of you when when that happens, especially at a wedding or something. Like, if anything, people get around you. They're like, "Yeah, that's right." And. Um, Last, the last time I saw them, which was a couple of weekends ago, another event, I did make a joke about how I'm not going to cry in this one. <laughs> um, but Hey, uh, how's the running going, boys? Uh, Sibby and I actually went out for a bit of a jog this morning. We left at the same time. We did. Out in the frosty, freezing cold where the bird baths were frozen. How's your running going, Good mate? Good work, boys. It's going pretty well. I've, um, I've been listening to your advice, Mark. I'm stepping up my kilometres. I'm trying to do at least one hour to 90 minute run a Good week man. and then a couple a couple of shorter ones and the thing is we actually haven't divulged to our listeners yet here on the main potty we've given it to the the patreon supporters uh but not to the freeloaders here on the main potty the boys are running a half marathon on the 25th of june run melbourne uh big fake round of applause sebi i think you might have to go back a few steps on the uh, on the board Woo! Yeah, yeah big fake round of applause because the boys are running a halfy uh, on the twenty fifth of June, run Melbourne. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be fun. You looking forward to it? I have never run further than about twelve kilometers, I think. So I'm a little nervous, to be honest. Well, it's not long. That's pretty good though. How many weeks is it now? Eight weeks. Yeah, something like that. If if you can run twelve k, you can definitely run a half marathon, hundred um, percent. I don't know. You didn't see my twelve k run. <laughs> it's more of a stumble. No, we're going to do it together. We're going to do it as stepmates. We're going to, we're going to, no man left behind. We're going to fucking just trot along. We're just going to trot along like soldiers. That's what we're going to do. What do you, what's, what's the biggest piece of advice you have, Mark, for us? For, yeah. Or run, for anyone wanting to run a half marathon. Run your easy days easy and your hard days hard. Honestly, if you, if you can do that, then you're, you're in the winner. Your easy days, your three or four runs during the week, they should be so easy that they don't even feel like you're doing anything. Don't try and um, put too much uh, quality into those workouts. If you want to do a speed session, make sure that's a hard day. Go as hard as you fucking can. And then your long runs should also be uh, pretty hard. But everything else, run easy. Run slow. Run easy. Um, It's good for your form because if you can run well slowly, you can run uh, better fast. And there's a a really cool saying which I actually had written on my hand, which is um, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So if you've if you can get that in your head that basically the, the the whole you know equation equals if you're running slow you'll be fast. But slow equals fast, yeah. Slow equals smooth and smooth equals fast. So you've got to do it. You got you got to run slower and you got to take all of that ego away. You're going to have to get passed by some old ladies fellas. I've had that happen and it's debilitating. 
when a fucking old lady passes you, but you've got to do it if you want to, if you want to increase already your distance. to me. What's it like starting a race? Like, how do you start it? Because I assume there's like 5,000, 10,000 people there also running at the same time. Are you just in a big group? Yeah. Like you're just in a big crowd? Yep. And, but aren't you going to run at the same pace as everyone else? Like, Well, you, you just need, that's the trick is you need to run in your own time. Right. So what happens is a lot of people will go with, uh, they'll hang around people who they think are their equals and they'll go out way too fast. And uh, typically at the very start of a fucking race, including this run Melbourne, it's going to be fucking busy. Is people will be trying like ducking and weaving through everyone, trying to fucking get to the front like they're going to win it. Yeah. Sorry, the Kenyans are almost finished. Yeah. If you're just like at the start, they're nearly done the half marathon. Get fucked. Um, and people like dip and weave and try and run around you and push you and all that sort of shit. The, the race can bring out the worst in people. It can also bring out the best in very rare occasions, but a majority of the time it brings out the worst. But you just run at your own pace. Let people pass you if they want to. You've yeah. got to drive like an old lady. Uh, at the start, and not give a fuck. Just give the finger out the back window. I'm uh, um, I'm looking forward to the experience. But it's going to be fun, and we're going to walk away with some medals, and we're going to have a, a frosty one at the end for us and our Patreon supporters. Um, <laughs> one one quick round of beer for everybody. We're going to get rocking and rolling. And um, and I came up with my idea. I, I wrote this. I, I talked about this on the um, on the Patreon pod, boys. But I, I'm I'm really keen to do the four by the four twenty ultra marathon, which is Four legs of 20 kilometers, so basically a half marathon at a time. And uh, at, at the, the beginning of each leg, you have to smoke some weed in some form, whether it be a joint, a vape, an edible, or pro level is a bong. Um, each leg has to, you have to have, have, a, have, to have a big dose. Um, and the reason I'm doing that is because uh, I want to show that everyone who does smoke weed uh, isn't lazy, unmotivated, and listening to reggae, a complete fuckwit. Um, That's massive, mate. And I'm thinking, potentially, on Run Melbourne, I might do my first little trial 20K blazed. <laughs> Just to really That's stick it. That's a great it, idea. Stick it to... Uh, I've been itching to have a bit of a smoke, and I reckon this might be the opportunity. <laughs> I'll run Melbourne, dose up, get an edible up me, and... Uh, I wouldn't do an edible, man. I'd, I'd just hit a bong. Just, the, hit, the, just hit a bong. At the start Which, line. You're right, Sebby, you're right. Um, no, an edible is going to be fucked. <laughs> That's so responsible. You're right. I'll go with a Billy. Um, <laughs> I was being foolish. I, I was being foolish. You're right. Um, no, nah, that's dead on. But I'm very excited for you, fellas. It's going to be fun. Uh, we might have another bloke with us running on the day, but we're going to go out there and get ourselves a half marathon, eh? That's it. Do you get a medal for Have that? you ever done yeah, that, Mark? Have you ever uh, fucked up and tried to keep up with the the rest of the pack when you should have just been going at your own? pace both my first half marathon and my marathon uh, at one point i thought holy fuck i might win this <laughs> <laughs> which couldn't have been further from the truth um i genuinely thought fuck i might i might pull out i might maybe i'll make the podium um jesus very silly i was i was i was maybe six hours behind the winner like, it was uh, it was pretty dumb. So, now you just need to take it on your own time, which is why it'll be fun to run as a group, as a, as a pack, um, to get it done. Um, hey boys, sad news as well. Um, School of Rock actor uh, Freddie the drummer, he's he's died, thirty two oh, years no. old, died in a car accident last week. Did you see this one? No, is he? I was gonna the say, drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is he okay? Is he? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he <laughs> no, okay? is he? Uh, was it like drug related? Don't know. I think he was just in a car and he just had a crash. Yeah, right. You never know with car accidents, though. No. And School of Rock was one of those films for me that was just like fucking. 
that is my childhood. The School of Rock um, movie was it's 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 the best. I uh, I can't remember. I think when I was in the year seven, maybe when it came out. But you're a bit older. Would have yeah, been primary school. No, I reckon. Yeah, maybe it was just on the. I feel like it was high school as well because yeah. we went crazy for it. It yeah. was. Um, it was massive, wasn't it? It was the best, and Freddie was a fucking gun. It was, you know, the the little fucking Dennis the Menace of the show. Um, Had he done anything else after that? Or was nah, he, nah, refused. Oh, really? Refused, yeah, peaked. Peaked. Peaked, went, fuck it, nah, and then, um, you know, veered off the road. Um, but I also did want to talk about that, and I, I don't know if you remember this one, Sebi, but when this, the musical came to Australia, I auditioned for the School of Rock for the Jack Black role. Um, I think you would have been great for that. <laughs> So did I, uh, and I I really gave it to her. But it was the first time I ever had to um, experience like a theatre audition, which I've never done before. Like mm. all of my auditions have been for film and, and telly, where it's just you walk in, there's a casting agent and a camera. This one was like you walk in, you're in a hall, um, and there's like a panel of like six cunts and a piano, and you have to give like sheet music to the pianist, and then they play the music and they wanted like rock songs. So, so I did like enter Sandman by Metallica and yeah. I did kiss from a rose by, uh, by, uh, seal. seal. And, um, the pianist was kind of like fucking the timing and all that sort of shit. But I, I, you know, I did the song and the dance and then before me, like there were people like belting, like excellent singers. Yeah. Um, and I went in there and, and, uh, completely fucked it up. Um, but made a, made a, <laughs> made a bit of a fuckhead of myself. And then they make you walk out of the room um, while they deliberate and then they come out and then they tell you whether you can just go home or not. Yeah, right. It was like a fucking Australian Idol. Like Australian audition. Idol all over again. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with no, no lion costume, no cameras chasing me out down the lift. Um, it was a very strange experience. Um, have you, have you ever done like an audition at all? Lockie? Any, anytime, anywhere? Uh, yeah. In primary school, I, when I was younger, actually, I was, a lot more into performing like you talked about on your patreon uh deep dive how you did like school concerts and like did little performances i was kind of the same like i i always do like gong show stuff and i was in all the primary school plays and I, I had i auditioned for like lead roles and got them but that's as that's as far as I went, and then my voice got him and got him. Yeah, got him. I, got him. Yeah, managed to snag him. Yeah, yeah, got him. Uh, <laughs> snag myself the lead role. Uh, yeah, I was Robin Hood. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, I did it. But I, my, no, my voice broke, and then I, I literally have no difference in tone or cadence. So any mm-hmm. dreams of uh, stardom quickly went out the window. Oh, not yet, mate. You're, you're, you're co-hosting the fastest growing podcast in Australia. Yeah, we could put on a theatre show for you, mate. We should put on a theatre show. Get you back in the leading man what? role. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. I didn't ever really do much performing, but I did do a couple of music recitals because I was big into music and Yeah, so school. you played guitar, right? Yeah, so I, I did like year 12 music, so I had to like sit in front of a panel of three judges. Um, but it was super hot, and I just remember sweating all over the guitar. Classic. And just, and just fucking it up. But I... <laughs> funny my uncle was like you should wear a suit because then they'll take you seriously so i was like it was so dumb because it like it was like the guitarist audition like recitals 
And there's like all these guys with long hair and like Metallica shirts. And I just rock up in a suit. Looking like Lex Friedman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so I go in, botch up my whole, like there are four pieces. I botched up three out of four of them sweating onto the floor. And I think they gave me like a decent grade, I think, just because of the suit. Yeah, right. So I think my uncle was right. In many ways, your uncle was right. He was like, look, you can't play guitar, but maybe you can get a couple of points with the uh, the suit. That's very good. Do you, Mark, have any like strategies going into auditions like you've obviously done a few the, the i think the best advice you can get is uh don't give a fuck um you know you walk into a, a job that's worth eighty thousand dollars or 100k or even 15 or 10 grand or whatever you start spending the money the second the audition comes your way um and you go in there and you try way too hard um yeah you've got to not give a fuck uh and realize that it's still a lucky dip it really is like you've got to you've got to look the part. It has very little to do with your acting ability. Don't don't fucking pump yourself up and think just because you've had a couple of jobs you're a great actor now. Um, it has nothing to do with it. Um, Sebi and I uh, just did a, a self tape together actually for a, for a job for Seven Eleven. Um, oh yeah, and we did it together. We filmed it um, and sent it into the casting agency, and then <clears throat> the director of the of the commercial ended up getting in touch with me. And said, hey, mate, just got your audition tape. It's shit house. Can we catch up for a coffee and talk about it? So I go and have a coffee with him. He then comes back to our place and films Seb and I do another take of it. Um, which could not be more <laughs> of a conflict of interest <laughs> for a director to do that. But uh, he actually, he gave me that he gave a, a pearl of wisdom as well. He was like, no, stop trying. If you try, you're not going to get it. Yeah. That's what he said to us. He was like, no, nah, you, you stop trying. You're not going to get it if you try. Yeah. It's such a How fucking... How did you go, Seb, auditioning for something? Like, you don't really do a lot of... No, no. But I do boring. I do work around cameras and stuff. So it's like, it's not... I'm not that... Phased. Like, phased. Like... But, you know, it's not my forte. But, uh... No, I, I didn't mind it. It was it was a bit more nerve-wracking with him actually there. Like, because if it's just us, then we can just fuck around and set the camera up and go. When there's someone there, like, holding a camera... I do, I do get a little bit of like, I probably try a bit. Yeah. It's hard not to try. Yeah. But this particular director as well just wants you to never try. He just wants you to not act. It's, yeah, it's, very it's kind deadpan. of a strange experience. Hey, um, speaking of stars though, boys, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Rebel Wilson has um, shocked the world in saying that um, she blames international fame for causing her weight issues in the past. Um, Wasn't she... Wasn't she big already before she was famous? Yeah, she was massive, mate. Absolutely so, massive. So she was already big when she... Yeah, but she's blaming international fame. Uh, I'm not convinced that it's not cake, personally. Okay, uh, I, I think it's cookies, cake, Ben and Jerry's. Maybe uh, have something to do with it. Um, but she blames international fame. I don't know how international fame causes fatness, but... Um, Didn't she? You, well, she just lost a bunch of weight. It could be... A little, maybe, maybe it causes some agoraphobia, and she's not leaving the house, so she's not getting her her one and a half hour runs in, and yeah. then her six smaller runs. Well, there's always, there's always a possibility uh, of using one of the great partners of our show as well, Hello Fresh. Uh, get yourself a calor- <laughs> calorie proportioned out portioned out meal delivered straight to your door if you do have agoraphobia, uh, or you are dealing with um, you know the the burdensome uh, international fame. I get. Uh, I can, we can just get it delivered to your door. I could understand if she was being hired because she was the big lady, like Jonah Hill sort of stuff. Like, yeah, 
people say, oh, Jonah Hill was a lot funnier when he was fat. It's like, well, he's the, he's the same guy. It's yeah. just you prefer to laugh at a fat guy. Yeah, that's right. And than, he's a good fat. He was, Jonah Hill yeah. is a good fat. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of him now? He looks very different. No. Uh, is he skinny now? He's skinny you, now, yeah. And he looks you sick. Seen, all, you, all you have to do is go you just www.isjonahhillfat.com and they'll update you. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. What a plug for a fucking great and well-needed website that is. That is what a service. Don't ever let that disappear off the internet. That is too important. We're going to set that one up for each of us. Mate, I'm thinking about re- rerouting every fucking link on our website just to that page. Like, I think that's more important. Like, get in touch, get a quote now. Just links to is Jonah Hill fat? Maybe that could be like a segment, but maybe is maybe is, is Jonah Hill fat? Is Jonah Hill fat? Yes. Moderately. Moderately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, fucking my weekend, fellas. Uh, I was a real man of the house uh, this weekend. Um, my missus Mon wanted to take a bit of a bit of a break from from the the weekly chores. So I uh, I I was a man and fronted up and said, "All right, sweet, I will do the shopping." No, that was your one weekend off. My one weekend off. What? But hey, I'm a fucking giver. <laughs> I'm a, I'm just a giver, and fuck, I spoil her. What did you get um, in return? So I no 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 nothing 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 no believe it or not just the the ability to buy whatever the fuck I wanted at at the supermarket I think that's all it was, but um so I'm like a single mum I'm I'm going down to I went to the Preston Markets which is a fucking shit show, people fucking everywhere COVID everywhere, um so I do that um I go to the Barclay Square which last week had a COVID outbreak as well so I'm in the are you just hitting I'm everywhere in that up? fucking joint which is an absolute shit show as well. Um, couple of nursing homes, mate. Me, I went to a couple of nursing homes. Went to fucking seventeen barbecues galore. <laughs> MCG. Um, and I, I got to say, boys, remember when you were a kid? Like going to the supermarket was just the fucking bomb. It is not a fun place to be anymore. The supermarket. It's a it's a very strange atmosphere. It smells almost like a hospital. Um, and as I was going down aisle eight yesterday, it got me thinking. Roll the clips, here. And now it's time for A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. People who work at supermarkets are a bunch of cunts. I used to work at a supermarket. Yeah, and can you can you fucking describe some of your co-workers for me, mate? Can you just 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 describe some of these specimens? Some of them were a bunch of cunts, yeah, sure. Honestly, mate, it's 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 um it, the vast majority of people working at supermarkets are young dead shits, to be honest. The rest are sort of middle-aged dead shits. Have you noticed that? Like, Coles and Woolies have always got, like, fucking middle-aged, broken, fat, middle-aged workers. Like, every time I see them, I think, how the fuck did you get here? I think it's a bit of a mix. I don't know. Some people, you know, it's a noble They're the, only, one, they're the only ones. <laughs> it's very classes. But they, it, you, you look at them and think, how the fuck did you end up here? Then they open their mouth, and it all makes sense. But can these people that work at supermarkets stop calling themselves frontline fucking workers? It is ridiculous. That was some of the dumbest messaging the government ever gave out, that we needed to treat supermarket employees with respect because they're on the front lines. What? That is yeah. absolute bullshit. I don't think... These fucking broken people, uh, they're fucked in the head. They're just clearly fucked in the head. But wait, and what... to make matters worse, they're now on a power trip. Go. What, what's an example of them being bad, though? Like I'm telling... I'm, I'm fucking getting there, right? I'm, I'm fucking getting there. Because so, I'm sorry... 
But stacking shelves does not make you a fucking soldier. Do you know what I mean? This is not Gallipoli. It's the fucking deli section, right? Self-service checkouts are not the fucking trenches. And just having your, your to key in your staff code to override the machine that keeps fucking up and saying unidentified item in bagging area does not make you a fucking hero. Wait a second. I'm going to come back on this a little bit because these these people have to stand there and defend the toilet paper aisle for fuckheads that go in there Let it and go. want to buy, Let buy it, it all up. Stop fucking, stop acting like you're the barrier between us and the fucking toilet paper. Just let it go. Let it go. You're not heroes. You sell groceries and barely. Like, no one sells anything at the supermarket anymore. I don't even know what most of them do, right? So here's, here's the example. I, I saw this fucking hot mess plodding around the cigarette counter, right? So this guy comes up to the, to the dark counter like a fucking legend. Old man, a true soldier, a true soldier. And he, he, he asks for some cigarettes. She goes, she rolls her eyes for one, which I, it cut me deep when she did that. She gets down on one knee. She stands up. She gets a head spin and then pretends that she's about to faint. Oh, really? Right? Then these other two fucking employees come over, one with purple hair, and, you know, they're, they're holding her up like they're fucking Simpson and his fucking donkey, and then she gives this bloke this fucking head wobble and says, Sir, someone else is going to have to process your cigarettes. I need a break. She said break with a W. Do you know what I mean? Do you need any more convincing that these people are fucked? She doesn't need a break. She needs blood pressure medication. And this man, this fucking legend, this fucking hero needs his fucking darts. This is, that's a very unique, like, one-off event, I feel. To- and it, I think it's indicative of the whole lot of them. <laughs> and that one is for all. Fuck them. Because these people are fucking stupid. They're so fucking stupid because all they're doing is accelerating the inevitable replacement with robots, boys. That's all they're doing. The more they complain, the more they roll their eyes, they, they, they wobble their heads, they walk around with this attitude that they're important, the quicker Coles and Woolies are just going to fuck them off and they won't have anyone to back them. Not me. I won't shed a fucking tear. I will welcome our new robot workers, boys, because the humans that work at supermarkets, you're a bunch of cunts, you need to be gone. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. You know, I had to sign in when I went into the supermarket as well. You got to sign in. I had to sign in. You got to go everywhere. That's what you got to do now. Single line, sign in, and the chick was like, "There was someone. uh, Someone ended up copping like a, um, uh, don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that." Because the guy didn't have a phone, like, and he couldn't sign in to the supermarket, which previously had never been in there. Honestly, it was like going into Auschwitz. They, they did get. You remember when the first lockdown happened? Like, they. I remember walking into the supermarket for the first time. And the, the mood in there was just so strange because everyone was sort of, no one really knew what COVID was. Everyone was scared of each other. People were treating like the, the attendants and stuff like absolute shit. Like As, people were they, just, that's, what they, that's what they deserve. They, <laughs> but they the having, people used to work with? They were the kids that chewed the tables. <laughs> they were fine. They were just w- working their way through uni. No, through they were not. Have a look you at know, them. A couple of kids. Have a good look at put food on the table. When you fucking have a look next. They, they're the fucking, they're the lowest. Except... I'll say this, the trolley guys. Trolley guys are fucking guns. They're, they're intellectually disabled, but they fucking know it. And they, they go around and they have a great time just swinging around trolleys and pulling that shit in. Banging them into shit. Uh, you know, banging them into cars. They're the fucking... They're, they deserve service medals. I'm going to start a new segment I called... To, I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> this attack on, 
I'm just super. I'll wait for next people. week when I start going hard on nurses, boys. <laughs> They're a fucking joke as well. Because it's it's bad. We shouldn't be pumping people up. This is not a time for pumping people up. This is a time for bringing them down. What if all the all the nurses and supermarket attendants just stri- went, on a, went on a strike? You can't get in the coals, can't buy your oh, stuff. Oh, oops. Fucking Jeff Bezos and I will come rushing through. Everything will be fucking robotic. Fuck them off. <laughs> Fuck him off. That is a bad fucking time Lucky's to be pulling that one out. shaking his head over, over Robots. Zoom here. Robots. The only reason it happen, hasn't happened now is because of these fucking whining bitches. We need we need more positivity on this podcast. We need like a bunch, bunch of- Bunch of cunts is probably not going to be the we fucking need, segment for positivity. To we need a bunch of champs. <laughs> Almost by what a definition. Bunch of, what a bunch of champs. Bunch of legends. Bunch uh, of cunts. Well, let's go into a more, uh, maybe a more positive uh, segment. Yeah, I don't you know. fucking watch. I'll turn it negative. It's my, it's my special gift. <laughs> what do we got? Confessions. Stepmates confession. Confessions. Welcome to Confessions. We're back. Oh, Confessions yay. is back. Delightful. We've, so is it a throbber? Uh, it's a throbber. We filled up the uh, the confessions bag again. Oh, delightful. Um, so quick pitch for How the segment. How many confessions do we need to get to fill up a confessions bag? Uh, four or five. Four. Fuck it. We need four confessions. But today we have five. Four. Today we have five. It's a four drink minimum for confessions. Um, so if you want to put in a confession, head on down to stepmates.com.au forward slash confessions. We do not track the IP address. <laughs> We Which actually, we said, actually don't. We actually don't. Which people it. have said that, that that sounds like we're we're, so we're overcompensating, but when, we are. Well, there's no fucking way. We're we're not fucking that good at coding. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to kick it off here. So this this guy actually realised that a previous confession he was involved in. Um, so this is uh, I should probably keep him anonymous. Oh, he she sent this over Instagram, so that's why I have his name. So you ah. can, you can send confessions over there as so well. So what's he saying in a previous confession? He was part of a previous confession. So he said, he said uh, I'm the friend from one of your confessions um, from the last pod, which would have been two pods ago, I think. Um, I didn't know until a few days afterwards, but I was the bloke sleeping on the bunk above the adventurous 3 a.m. route talked about last week. Ah, the one with the, the father that split them up and then yeah, yeah, he yeah. ended up having to have a route in front of his best mate and her brother? Yeah, I like right? they're asleep. Because it's corroborated. We're actually getting like proof that the confession is a real confession. We're piecing yeah, it together. we're starting to see the real picture. And he anyway. said, uh, I'm, I've never been glad, uh, more glad to be a heavy sleeper. Um, have you got? Have you boys got any good stories about sleeping through anything? Oh, stop it. I thought he was going to say he jerked off over them <laughs> banging or something. Like, that That, that was a, that would be a confession. What was, he, what was his confession? I'm he, I was there. No, he's, it was just, you know, it's not really a confession, but it's related to the confession segment. Yeah, right. But uh, it's sort of like a half a mailbag question there. But It is basically a mailbag question, but that's all right. What's so... Um, any good what, stories what his, about... Any stories about sleeping? Through anything. Well, I guess I was asleep, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 not a heavy heavy sleeper. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever slept through anything. Lucky, have you ever slept through anything? A birthday. Uh, once on school camp, I a very similar scenario. No, not school camp. Sorry, uh, schoolies. That I fell asleep and two people clapped cheeks beside me. Wow. Clapped cheeks. <laughs> How did you did you find out in the morning? I woke up and they were still going. Oh, right. So you didn't really sleep through it then? Yeah, you didn't really sleep through I, it. I mean, I, I slept through a, a... It must have been going for a while. You I just think, caught the the, I, the last quarter. I, I caught the tail end. Yeah. Wowee. 
No, I don't think I've ever slept through anything. Particularly not like construction work in the morning. Yes. Uh, drunk people walking past my window at night. Uh, yes. I, I hear it all. I hear it all. There you go. That, that must be awful. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. I'm tired. Uh, next uh, next confession. Uh, I lost $4,000 gambling and then <laughs> took out a loan to cover it. My girlfriend doesn't know, and if she did, she'd be pissed. Probably uh, break up with me. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Whoa. That's great. That's you. How much was the loan for, do you reckon? They're just enough to cover the debt. It must have been, yeah, 4000 Who's this from? Scott Pape. <laughs> Scott Pape, Is yeah. Is it Scott Pape? Um, the Barefoot the Investor. The Barefoot Investor. Um, yeah, shit. Well, he's... So he he lost four thousand dollars in gambling, and then had to take a and loan then had out. to take out a loan. Yeah, was this recently? Do you think? No idea. Because if he did it recently, cash is cheap at the moment. Interest rates are low. Yeah, head on down to the Combank for for a personal loan, unsecured or secured, whichever way you want it. Um, so like, it it probably wasn't a bad move. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's better than having to I don't know, suck a dick. Yeah, or, that's true. You know, murder someone. Do you think your girlfriend would be okay if you? took out it like if you came to her and you're like i'm sorry babe but i'm 4k in the hole i'm gonna have to take a loan out do you think she'd be like all right that's okay but we can get through this or she'd be like see you can't do you have to tell her it's gambling uh well what what else well, would she'd you ask questions her? yeah uh, I'd say oh, I was Bitcoin, babe. Oh, I made a bad trade oh i took a bad i went oh, short on bitcoin you wouldn't, you wouldn't oh. understand it's uh, uh, the bloody fucking no, I think um, I also think my missus would um, would support me and um, <clears throat> would potentially you know loan me the money to be able to pay for it or, or double down just or ask like, her fairly affluent parents to do it. Um, but if but they knew it was for gambling, though, if it was for gambling, would they would they be like, all right, we'll give you we'll we'll give you the money, but you gotta you gotta get help. Yeah, where do you go for gambling help? Is it like a is it like an AA style yeah, meeting? I imagine there's like a one eight hundred number, or is it yeah. like a rehab where there's no like pictures of horses or dogs or anything yeah that's right there's no dogs anywhere because you yeah wouldn't go to rehab for a gambling addiction maybe you would yeah i don't know i don't know people get people get pretty 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 fucking stuck onto gambling yeah like it, it does absolutely tear people apart i got addicted um, to scratchies once scratchies yeah jesus yeah that's um loved buying scratchies when i was 18 how many did you buy i reckon i bought like one or two a day wow just chasing that win that is a get the dumb cost. addiction. It's so dumb. Imagine if you were a, if if that crippled your well, life I didn't, and you were like scratchies. Oh, it was like it. a month. It, <sighs> I did it for like a month, so I don't know if it was an addiction, but it's three PTSDs. I've won. It like, was. I reckon at least one time I used like my last couple of coins to buy a scratchy. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Mate. No four thousand dollars yet. That's Can you get four thousand dollars scratchies? No. Can you? If you can, I'd, 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 be, I'd be having a scratch. I don't know. I, I, well, it's for that reason I tend to stay away from gambling no, because I'm like, man, I couldn't even get past the scratchies. Like. Addicted to gambling. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? All right. Uh, next next confession. Um, this is a bit of a, a longie. So on school camp a few years ago, uh, we had to spend time alone in self-made tents away from the main base. Every so often, one of our homework, uh, house leaders would ride by to check in on us and give us some toilet paper. Um, long story short, the guy didn't ride past and my back alley was about to flood. So I crept into the bushes and let let the brown snake slide. Mm-hmm. There's often so much poetry in these. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful stuff, guys. I, uh, I looked around for some relatively dry leaves and wiped my ass with the best I could find. Good. A day or two later, back at base camp, a certain chafing feeling became unbearable and I had to go to the nurse. I cannot describe the feeling of having to explain to a nurse you have scratched a couple of twigs around the Cheerio uh, and now you don't know what to do. 
She gave me a buffet of creams to apply, and later that evening, another kid walked in on me lubing it up back there. Got mm. back to school and, the, and got the old how's the ass uh, was thrown around for many months. Yeah. That, that, it, I feel like that the hardest bit of that would have been convincing everyone that you'd wiped your ass with twigs and berries or potentially poison ivy. Yeah. Everyone would have just thought you were fingering your asshole. Yeah, yeah. Or lubing it up for something. Yeah, yeah. it was like, what's going on? Yeah. Hey. Um, I've a never... buffet of creams is a great way of putting it. A buffet of creams. Um, well, at least you got to show your asshole to the nurse. Yeah. By the sound of it. Um, that, that must have been an enjoyable experience. Have, have you guys ever shown your asshole to a doctor? I have. What's it like? Because I've got to do that soon. Have you really? Yeah, well, because of the hemorrhoids. I told the missus, like, I'd start having yearly checkups when I turned 30. Lo and behold, I turned 30. Oh, now I've got to fucking do it. Against all the odds, you turned 30. I know, now, I was now you're, um Now you're having to deal Ugh. with this massive debt of having to go to the doctors every week. Yeah. Um, What's it like, though? It's fine. Like you spread, they're, you they're spread pretty, the cheeks. Yeah, they're pretty happy. They, they do it for you, really. Do you like lie they down? They just get you to lie down on the bed, and then he just goes yeah, and opens right. them up, opens up the curtains as a look inside. Um, and I, I've even had the old um, finger oh, the up, digit. The, up, up the prostate as well and have a feel around there. What's that like? Uh, it's surprisingly good. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back. Can <laughs> I come with you? To the, yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie, boys. I didn't mind it. No, he was very gentle, and um, I thank him a lot for that. Um, but no, it's 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 a pretty confronting experience. I remember I I had like a weird hemorrhoid once, and my dad used to have to rub the cream into my bum hole. Oh, really? And I was like just old enough where it would be completely appropriate for me to do it. Yeah, right, right. But dad was just like, Nah, come on. Oh, come on. On the lap. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, next, <laughs> Thanks, dad. Next confession here. Um, <laughs> okay, boys, this isn't a confession about me, but someone confided this story in me, and I have to tell someone. That's great. We want more of those. Yes. Uh, one of my yeah, very close mates was very drunk one night and told me that when he was overseas, he ended up sleeping with his cousin. This was when he was around 15 or 16, but then revealed that she was in fact adopted and not blood related. Uh, fast forward a few years when he goes back overseas to visit the family again, and one of his family members sits down to tell him a family secret. Long story short, the cousin was in fact adopted from within the family from one of his other aunts uh, who couldn't care for the child. So in the end, he ended up sleeping with his blood related first cousin. Uh, I've been sitting on this secret for years and needed to get it off my chest. Does that make sense? I'm trying to figure I that out. I struggle with yeah, family trees, to be it. honest. But yeah. Basically, he fucked his blood. He sister. fucked his cousin. Yeah. He fucked his blood cousin. All right. Yeah. I thought he was going to say it turned out she was adopted from his own parents, and it, it wasn't his cousin. It was actually his sister. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do like that it was that he had sex with his cousin. I want more of those. <laughs> yeah. Like I, do, I also like that he had sex with his, his cousin. cousin. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. blood cousin. I think that makes it all the better. We want, you know, if you, have a, if you have a confession about someone else, chuck it in. Yeah, dob someone else in. It's it doesn't completely... need to be your own sins. You, all you need to do is write it in the first person as well. You can you can pretend to be them. We're not tracking your yeah, info. Yeah, we're not guys. tracking like, your we're, info. There's no way of us to be able to verify it. Um you could even write a funny confession, which is like, I'm the Prime Minister of Australia, <laughs> and I want to remain anonymous. Um, <laughs> um, uh, last one here, boys. Um, hey, boys, I've got one that I'm not too proud of. One night, a mate of mine invited me and a few boys around to his for a bit of a party, and all he said to us was, don't drink my dad's beers or the cunt will go skits. Uh, fast forward, now mate cooked it and is in bed early and we've run out of beers, so me and a few of the boys decided that his old man was a flog, uh, so we should drink the cunt's beers. You drank the beers, yep. After yeah. three of his beers in, and uh, I had an idea that I'm not proud of, I said to really fuck with him, we should piss in the bottles, recap them, and chuck them back in the fridge. We filled every beer with piss and left. To this day, I don't know if his old boy ever confronted him about it, but I know we got away with it, and now that I've gotten older, I'm really ashamed of myself. 
Yeah. I wonder what happened there. Yeah, he wouldn't have been happy. He wouldn't have been happy. He would have known it. He would have known it was the boys, surely. Yeah, he probably did take one sip and went, "That's my boy." <laughs> did the same thing, or he might have thought they were off. Maybe I don't know. Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah, I really hope he went to fucking BWS and <laughs> and just yelled at them, slammed them, broke them, threw them through the fucking window. This tastes like piss. Can you get drunk off? Like urine, like alcoholic urine. I think it's I filtered can't, out. No. As much as I, as much as I've tried, I just cannot get it done. I think it's filtered by the time it comes out, isn't it, through your liver? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Not it's a doctor. Hard to say. We might have to run this experiment, Lucky. You're right. Yeah, um, let's do it. Let's get drunk and piss and we'll do drink that. it the next day. Uh, that's been confessions. All right, we'll see what happens. Confessions. Um, just on the back of that, boys, I, um, I, when I was in high school, I think it was just as I was leaving. I reckon it was might have just, just at the tail end of year 12. It might have been a... No, actually, I, I take that all back. It was in year 10, and we had, like, the debutante balls going on. Uh, we went out for... A, we were at a house party, and uh, everyone was getting uh, on the beers, and I decided to piss in a bottle, put the cap on it, and it was like a Carlton cold, so you could see it as well. Yeah. And it was warm, and I said to everybody, we're like, let's give this to fucking Zach. Yeah. And we gave it to Zach. Zach drank it, like, quickly. <laughs> he was like, it's fucking warm. Slugged it. Yeah. And then, like, spat it out everywhere. And then uh, I was like, oh, it was piss. Oh, it was my piss. Oh. And then everyone turned on me. Oh, really? I was like, how the fuck dare you? How could you? Oh, my God. I was like, fuck. I just picked the target wrong. If I picked someone else and it wasn't so likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I might have gotten away with it. Oh, shit. And I must say, as an adult, it's, <laughs> that's one of those moments where, you know when everyone turns on you and you just go red? Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. embarrassed? That's one of those memories that keeps coming back oh, to me. Yeah. And it, it often happens when I'm either taking a piss when I am drunk. Yeah. And I think about, wouldn't it be funny if you just pissed in Seb's cup? <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And then it comes back to me and I just start going red and feeling the shame oh, wow. of that very Was that night. social suicide in that circle? No, no, no. It was fine. It was it, fine. It, it was one of those things. Just everyone's drunk. On Monday, everyone forgot about it. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think he ever did. Yeah, right. I feel right, bad no. about Zach. <laughs> I do feel bad about Zach. Oh, boy. And um, and just think about that. That's first stitch up. It's basically <laughs> early days the of the first one. stitch up. Next time you're in the studio, mate, I'm going to get you to try this delicious lemonade. Yeah, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be smelling every drink in here yeah. from now on. Um, and just on the back of um, the gambling addiction thing as well, boys, I don't know if you saw this. This is an article that was written. It was like an um, editorial piece by this chick called Claire Dalton. She was set to marry a bloke in, 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 a, in a week's time, and she picked up her um, fiancé's phone, and she went to go type in the search bar and a recommendation for a search term came down and she describes it as just it was just three words in his search recommendations um and then that's when she realized that her boyfriend or fiance had a porn addiction yeah um and she confronted him on it and she was like what the fuck is this all about and all this sort of shit and he was oh it was me must have been my brother he took my phone and he was searching porn or something oh, what, were weird. The, what were the three words it. never revealed never revealed but either way she broke it off there and then dumped him never got married to him a week out from the wedding uh, and he, he ended up claiming, he was like, yep, I've got a porn addiction. And she went, yep, sweet, fucking see you later. Yeah, right. Kicked out, wow. done, Jesus. out in the cold, which just seems a little cold and a little little extreme to me. And I it, guess if, if they'd been together that long, 
and you know they would he was doing it the whole relationship and she didn't know I guess that's kind of like, I'm not saying like you should or shouldn't look at porn in a relationship. Obviously like everyone's different, but there'd, there'd be like a weird broken trust thing or something. Yeah. Do you like think you... she saw it as like cheating? Yeah. Some chicks definitely do. I think. Probably. Yeah. She, I mean, I, yeah. Cause it'd be like, why would he, why would he hide it? If it, if it wasn't. Yeah. They could talk about capacity. it. Yeah, it, it, I'm not saying that it's cheating, but why would he hide it if it wasn't in some capacity? He knew that it was something she wouldn't like. Yeah, she. I must say, she does strike me uh, as uh, a person that um, would not appreciate yeah. the porn going on in the background. But it, it what's was, she? Was she going to leave and be like, "Fuck you! I'm off to find a bo- a man that doesn't watch porn." Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That's what I would have said. Good luck. Yeah. And uh, and to be honest, if I found out my missus was watching porn, I'd be like, "Damn, that's sick." She wants the dick. Like <laughs> I've got to give it. Like I've got to step up. And in some way, I would have liked it um, if she did the same. In many ways, I, I actually thinking about what's the search term. I was like, what could possibly be the search term? Oh, it must have been something real. Fucked Three up. words, I reckon, and I reckon it might have been Beastiality. free child pornography or something and she would have looked at it and gone like the child porn I'll deal with but the free you're a fucking cheapskate yeah just pay for your porn yeah you've got no money you're a fucking cheapskate you're a povo get out of here support um, the content creators yeah yeah yeah, yeah. D- don't use Pornhub That's, go direct uh, to the source get, buy yourself a membership fucking the, cheapskate hope the guy's doing alright hope he sorted out his well that was, the, that, that was basically the end of the article was just like you know and anyone else going through this as well you will be understood you are loved you know yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there is hope and all this sort except of except my fucking ex-husband she hasn't spoken to him she was like I wish him well wish him <laughs> well you know, I think that a week out I don't know I, I, I don't know this couple but if, if your partner comes to you and says hey I've been hot I've got well I guess she stumbled upon it yeah she found it which is the trouble if he yeah. just turned around and goes like I cannot stop watching porn but if you found out like your partner had an addiction you'd, you'd hope that you could chat through it yeah, and then maybe help them. I don't know. Who but knows? That's the thing. I that happened like... to Terry Crews, the actor. You know, like the big, buff, bald black actor. He he was on like Doctor Phil or Oprah or something, and um, his wife. It was the exact same scenario. His wife caught him with like looking up porn, and it turned out he had this huge porn addiction. Yeah, and they like kind of got over it together, but she was. He, yeah, he did. He he's done like a like a series of four videos or something describing. The whole incident, which is fascinating, but I think also that they're quite religious. Uh, they're they're a religious yeah, right. couple, so there, there was that mixed in with it too. Yeah, right. Um, but I yeah, I don't know. There's, there was part of me that went, and it's the same as like hearing about the you know the, the the idea of the guy having a gambling addiction and his partner not saying, "All right, come on, we'll work through this, through this together." Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can imagine, yeah, you and your partner a week out from the wedding. And then that happens. And then just to call it all off, I feel like that, it must have been super severe. What he was searching must have been super yeah, severe. Yeah, it must have been bad. Must have been real bad. Just delete your fucking history, bro. Just, uh, once well, again. Tell to your partner. Tell your partner. Sometimes I like looking at porn. The takeaway from all of this is delete your cookies, boys. Delete your cookies. Delete your cookies. Get rid of them. Um, and, Lockie, have we got a fucking stupid fucking dumb fucking, what is it? Fact. We got a fun fact. Yeah, we got a fun got fact. A fun okay, fact. we got a fun fact this week. Fun fact! Okay, the fun fact for this week, the remote fun fact, is Vin Diesel. His real name is 
Mark Sinclair. Wow. Fun fact. There you go. I'm yeah. impressed by that one this week. Strong first name. Didn't I'll know give that. Him that. Mark. Yeah, Mark. he's like, I change his shit. Very strong. Maybe, maybe I should go bald. Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, Vin Diesel is not a real name. What? what oh. Yeah. It's not a real name, is it? No. Yeah, anyone I had the exact same like process of realization when I read that his name was Mark Sinclair. I was like, Vin Diesel is clearly a made up name. Yeah, it definitely is. And it is also much more apt for the way he looks than Mark Sinclair. Yes, yeah, it doesn't Mark look Sinclair like a, does... The, the Sinclair bit, that doesn't work. He can't have sing in it. He doesn't look like he's going to sing and dance, does he? No. He looks like he's going to drive cars for pink slips. Would you guys, if you did guys... Did you ever... Oh, sorry, Seb, I was just going to say, did you, did you ever consider a uh, stage name, Mark, when you were becoming an actor? No, only the lamest of lame do <laughs> I w- that. I was going to ask the same thing, but would you consider one if you were to say if you were going to be an action star though, like Vin Diesel or Mark Sinclair? I would, because the name Lachlan or Lockie is basically non-existent in America. So when I was in America, like literally nobody could pronounce or understood my name when I told them really to it. And the closest, the closest I would get is lucky. And I actually have like a whole bunch of Starbucks photos of people misspelling my name on coffee cups. Lucky's give, great give though. Order. A lucky, lucky calling yourself lucky would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Lucky Wilson, especially for your gambling addiction, but like <laughs> to be a lucky Wilson, that sounds fucking sick. Yeah, well, they they thought so too. I'd I'd always get that. They'd be like, "Oh, you must be really lucky to have the name Lucky," and I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, why, yeah. Not? why not?" Same in Europe, actually, as well. Like all across Europe, no one knows Lachlan. Really? So it's not I even a British would thing. Change it, yeah. What? Where's the Where's the name come from? Is it Irish? Scotland. Lachlan. Lachlan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Lachlan. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. You're right. It is from it, Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's proof. Lachlan. <laughs> Australia, it's totally bad accent. It, it's it's like the only country in the world where the name is, uh, like in the top ten most popular names every year. For some weird reason, Australia was just like, "Fuck yeah, we're going to call every kid Lockie." Yeah, I've known yeah, a few Lockies. Right. Yeah, there you go. Apparently, the short, sharp names are, are the new thing now as well. Like one syllable names. Yeah, right. Everything, everything's all the trends are starting to head down that way. There's a fun fact for you. There's a fun fact. It's um certainly not as um. <laughs> Definite as uh, as Lockie's. Should we do the mailbag? Yeah, let's get to mailbag. Let's do the fucking mailbag. It's time for the stepmates mailbag. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. It's the stepmates mailbag. Welcome back, everyone. You beauty. We're, I fucking love the mailbag. We're back, and uh, this is this is generally our last segment uh, of the podcast. Normally, and I just want to apologise to everyone out there uh, for no Mark versus Lockie this week. I oh, don't have to apologize. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, we actually put it to the listeners, and we said, "Listeners, tell us whether or not you want more Mark versus Lockie." We got three answers, boys. Oh, really? So, I think what we should do is, if if two are positive, we should keep the segment. If two are negative, the segment goes. But you know what? I know, know what but you guys don't know, right? I, and the listeners don't know. So, well, I, I can already, I can already, as a gambling man, <laughs> I'll put four grand on the fact that they're positive. Well, you might be taken out alone, mate, because uh, you know. Here we go. All right. Uh, this first one is from. Wait, a wait. Friend. Should, should this? Should the guest be? Should me and Mark guess, and then that can be Mark versus Lock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's do that. All right, well, I, I believe. I firmly believe the that, segment so, will happen. I believe that uh, my giving of shit to the segment itself 
made it much more likable to the audience, and they want to see more of it. I that. think it brought down the segment, um, but that's uh, my, I, my I personally opinion. think it lifted it. It elevated the segment. <laughs> and I think that that response, that responded well with I think audience. you're just scared of competing so with Lockie. I, I think, think that... Uh, it, You're uh, intimidated by him. I'm not intimidated. You should not be scared of that. <laughs> um, so I guess, Lucky, do you want to say that it, it it isn't coming back? Why not? Let's let's say that no one wants to hear anymore. Mark versus Lucky. All right, all right, all right. Let's quickly just uh, do the little sound effect. And now it's time for Mark versus Lucky. That's right. It's Mark versus Lucky. It's a segment within a segment, fellas. Oh, it's segmentation. Oh. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's read these Your out. There's, finest there's three. Work, three. Your finest work. There's uh, first one, Kane Lyons, good friend of the show. Wasn't a fan of Seb's segment. Yes, good man, I'll Kane. I'll give it one more chance next week. Lift your game. Good man. Wow. I'm, Savage. See, I'm in a Very weird position thin. where I'm like, yes, good on you, Kane, but it goes against my bet. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Conflicting feelings. So I'm like, good on you, Kane. Fuck you, Kane. Second one from Chris, also a good friend of the show. Great potty boys. Very yeah. loose, but that made it one of the funniest you've done. I was trying to contain my laughter on the bus. Loved your segment, Seb, and it has amazing potential to become real high-stakes stuff. Yeah, yep, yep, that's right. Fucking hell. That's it's it. It's a tiebreaker, so that's we've got, it, we've got one last one. I wonder who it's from. Is it from the missus? <laughs> it's Seb himself. Yeah. Good morning, you fellow Aussie legends. Your last podcast had more body segments than a pepperoni pizza. Fucking funny, but I loved all the different flavors except the vegan one. That one shits me to tears. Sorry, Lockie. What was the vegan one? I don't know, but I, I feel know. you, mate. Vegan's not, not very tasty. <laughs> Maybe rename it. Uh, Lockie's shit fact has a nice ring to it. Uh, <laughs> and as for your segment, Sebby... I rated it, mate. Yeah, well in. Fucking eight. So I've won Mark versus Lucky again this week. I'm all for this segment now. Oh, that's great. Um, we won't play the outro music. We'll just go straight to mailbag. But no. there's no prize this week. More segments than a pepperoni pizza. Does that, does <laughs> I that guess make sense? It's cut up. Uh, it's, it's any pizza uh, would be was, cut up into the same amount of slices. He's trying to color it up, I guess. No, good on him. Hey, hey, hey. Good on him. He's very critical it's, of the podcast. Very critical of uh, Lockie's vegan segment, classic <laughs> vegan segment. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no prize. Well, prize or punishment. We still haven't decided what that will be. But last week it was a punishment, and Mark had to take home something from my bedroom that I didn't want anymore. Yeah, what a fucking what a what a punishment. Um, <laughs> Which it, was what was it? It was a it was a Bear Grylls book, a fictional novel, right? Written by Bear Grylls, apparently. Written um, by fucking Bear Grylls. So you put it on your bedside I, counter. So I, no, I decided to put it somewhere a little bit more visible that the missus would have to sort of move or pick up or. Something something and, and hopefully get some sort of response that would be worthy of talking about on the podcast. I put it up on the on the chest of like um, our wardrobe and then it was moved to my bedside table. Um, that was it. No, no, Not a word has been said. No comment. Nothing. It seems that that would be a normal thing for me to do <laughs> and have in my fucking room. There you go. Um, Maybe she, you're a big Bear Grylls fan. Ma- I think she you just looks at You need to start reading some pages out loud, Mark, and be like, hmm, this is actually like... Have you read this? Maybe I just need to sit in my bed and just giggle at the page and just go. <laughs> oh bear! Bear! Oh bear! Oh bear! You, oh you scallywag! Let's get to the mailbag, boys. Let's go. Uh, evening, you fucking dad dick operators. <laughs> just a thought. Bunch of cunt smugs. Except they're singling out the specific bunch of cunts. As a father of two, I know I'd love to enjoy my morning coffee from a uh, receptacle. Um, with kids are a bunch of cunts. Good on the side. I know this will absolutely make the costing of the exercise prohibitive, but I don't care. 
Thank you, <laughs> yeah, buddy. of course you don't. Yeah, um, and that's that's, <laughs> I that's like it. That's fair enough. Um, I I agree. To be honest, in some way, uh, I think we should have individualized mugs. I think we should have mugs or a bunch of cunts. Mugs or a bunch um, of cunts. We're still going to do them. We're, we're doing them. They're in the they're in the they're in the works. Well, the the, the first thing is we need a logo. We need a stepmate's logo of some form because we're going to have to put that on the mug somehow. If only we knew people that drew or designed things. If only we knew people that drew or could draw logos for us. We're, 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 we're really struggling yeah, in we're an struggling. animation studio to get our own logo up and running. Um, and that, of course, <laughs> then bleeds into the logo for the, for the podcast studio as well, which will be the, um, the one we'll have on the back wall. Neon um, sign. Neon sign. Giant dick incorporated somehow. That's the promise. Uh, yeah. And we will deliver. So... Leave it with us, mate. We'll um we'll be there, and I I do agree. I think we need like a, maybe a, a collection of six to twelve different mugs. Uh, maybe one that's a compilation mug. Can't choose, you know, your your favorite bunch of mugs, um, and just put it all in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think lawyers, artists, actress, yeah, you know, actors, and you know, Coles people that work at Coles, people who work at Coles slash Woolies. Um, uh, uh, next question here from Jack Cantle. Uh, g'day lads, how's your mum doing? Got a question for the potty. My 18th is in uh, fast approaching in July. Most of my mates want to throw a party as I'm uh, one of the oldest out of them. However, I can't be fucked organizing a party when I uh, can just go clubbing down the sunny coast with my mates who are actually over 18. Uh, my question is, what did you boys do for your 18th? Is there anything uh, to do for a rite of passage or do you think it's overrated? Mate, I, I think you've 100%. Uh, what is it? Um... Uh, you, you, uh, over overrating, going out clubbing. Yes, that's just it's overpriced drinks. It's it's asking for fucking a coward punch to the back of the skull. The best parties you'll have in your twenties are house parties. They're 100%. the best. They're the best. You'll have way better. Kick time. it off early. Get yourself a fucking punch bowl. Fill it up with some. And if you're young and vodka. single, it, it's you're gonna have such a better time at a house party where you don't have to like dance or fucking try and meet someone who's you've never even spoken to and you have no personal connections to yeah it's much easier at a house party where you've got mutual friends you can have a bit of banter you can show off your personality you can slide off but, to the yeah. cabbage patch out the back like you can fucking do it all <laughs> do it at a club you're gonna have to deal with some meathead who's also had his eyes on the girl or the security guard you're going to have to fucking, you have to catch the train or catch a fucking Uber back. Yeah. Like, it's asking for way too much. And it's it's a unique party as well because you do have friends at your 18th who aren't 18 yet. Yeah. So you do, you do want to get around them. So I'd, I'd say throw a house party, maybe put it on everyone else. Just bring your own drinks. You don't have to supply anything. Just do a bit of food. It's fine. Spend the money you would on what what you what you would have put on the fucking on the night clubbing because that's just so so expensive. Yeah, so expensive to be going out. It's more about volume. It's about getting numbers of people at the house party, and it's about getting numbers down your gullet. Or do both. I don't know if there's any nightclubs around you, Jack, but I that's what I did for my 18th. I had a house party, and then at ten or eleven went out because I could for the first time. We just I ended up having a little house party at my joint. Um, and uh, really kicked it back. What did you do, Lockie? Uh, I think I had something at a... I'm trying to even remember. I had something at a venue. Australia's a bit weird because we have 18ths and 21sts. Yeah. Cause, and I guess the 21st is like an American thing that we've sort of like adopted as well. So they kind of... And then you sort of have something at 16 sometimes. So they're kind of all blending into one, to be honest. But they all involved alcohol and... <laughs> there was a party of some description, I think. 
Uh, next uh, question. In the, the one thing here. that will happen is that you will not get to talk to everybody for more than about five seconds, which yeah. is which is which goes on until you're older as well. Yes, yeah, I had that at my thirtieth too. Invite some shady characters. Invite some people that you don't want there, and it'll feel just like a club. It'll feel just the same. Turn the music up really fucking loud. Um, you can charge people for drinks. Um, charge them $13 for a scotch and coke. Yeah, make some money. Make some fucking money. Um, we had a what? friend of ours that did that right for his 18th. He charged people. Who? Who was that? I think it might have been <laughs> he who shall not be named. Ah, right. Uh, I'm pretty sure drinks. he charged people for his own 18th birthday party and ended up like profiting. Oh, that's right. He had a door, like a door charge. He had a door charge because a bunch funny. of his, him and his mates got together and did it. It's the smartest thing he's ever done. And I mean that legitimately. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad idea, actually. Like, if you didn't have any money, just be like, hey, come, we're going to have a house party. Just chuck us $10 and you can get involved in the beers and Yeah, shit. chuck us 10 bucks. We'll buy some punch. And you're just filling it up with, like, just Ruskov. Like, just really shit vodka. Um, oh, man. You'd make a fucking goon cast, like a goon punch. Exactly. Now you're Easy. thinking. Easy. Now you're thinking. Get a margin for yourself. This is the last question for the day, guys. Uh, hey, fellas. From uh, Rob. My question is, have any of you blokes had a previous or current missus stick a digit up your ass? And mm. how so? Like, how was it? My missus seems to be edging closer to my boy pissy during blowjobs, and I'm not sure where she's heading with it. Boy any pussy? advice would be appreciated, boys. Is that what it was? Boy pussy? Boy pussy. I fucking love the boy pussy. That's great. Well, I tell you what, Rob. <laughs> people who do it seem to love it. I've heard... It's like getting your balls tickled from the inside. Was it the male G spot is in the asshole? Yeah, that's I what hear. I've heard. I've, I've, apparently, I apparently, 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 Rob. Apparently, apparently, it feels just like getting your balls tickled from the inside. Lucky, how is it? Well, <laughs> I, I've I've never had a, a girlfriend do it, but I do have a mm. quick story when I was in Canada, and I with your mum. Well, yeah, this is after we'd split off, so okay, she went okay, off on her yep. way. So we, yeah, we, we only lasted together a few days before I bailed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I <laughs> there, someone I met in Canada did that, uh, and it was a complete surprise. It was not; it, it, they didn't float the idea to Ooh. me beforehand. It would, it just went straight up, and you know, it was like it was fine. I'd, I'd take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah, right. So actually, talk to me about exactly what it feels like. It feels like someone is sticking a finger up your butt. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, you've, you've been there before as well with the doctor. I've, I've had the doctor, yeah, but not in the context of like sexual arousal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I've never, never had that. I've never had it someone... wasn't. It wasn't to the, to the knuckle, but it was... It was, a, know, it was, it was enough. It was, yeah. Those bloody Canadians, am I right? Did you shut up? Did you go like, oi, whoa... A little bit, yeah, but I just, I don't know, like, what are you going to do? You're in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when in Canada. Everyone's too polite. You're right, when in Canada, take it up the bump. Uh, well, that's um, been the mailbag, boys. Thank you very much. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. This may be our longest episode yet, fellas. It might be pushing it, although I think we've hit a few Patreon podcasts that hit $1.30. Or a dollar fifty. We have, but you have to pay for that. But you have to pay for it. It's um, not much. How much is it a month, Mark? I think it's five dollars. Five dollars Australian wow. dollars. That seems too cheap. It's so cheap. That sounds like too much value. We should start pitching it. As, it's not just five dollars. It's like point zero 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 one of a bitcoin. <laughs> 
Like exactly. that sounds really That's low. real. Yeah, that's low. For less than one Bitcoin, you can jump on board with the Stepmates podcast on Patreon. We had a fucking laugh over there. It was loose last week, wasn't it? Not only do you get an episode a week, you also get access to the entire back catalogue, which is just as many shows as we've done here on the free podcast. It, yeah. So how, how, what, what number of episode is this? This is uh, maybe 19. So we've done nearly 40 podcasts. Nearly. And we haven't improved at all. Only, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Only half of them here, though. And uh, I think we've improved. I think if we listened to episode one, we'd be very surprised. I think we should do that. I think we should do that in a Patreon pod where we go back and listen to <laughs> ourselves in our first episode. But I think that might have to be the 50th episode or something special. Yeah. Um, but we do. We have a bit of a laugh down on Patreon. Last week was pretty fucking loose. I remember we all walked out of there going... Was that Jeez, too loose? That might have been a bit loose. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's very different. We don't really have segments there. We sort of just <laughs> we just banter. Whereas last week's main potty was completely buckled by too much structure. Uh, <laughs> the Patreon podcast was similarly buckled by a lack of structure. A lack of structure. I think this week we sort of split the middle, but um, I'm still, still not certain we're improving. Um, well, we keep it loose. We keep it fun. But we keep them pumping out, and that's what's most important. Um, and in despite of a lockdown, lockdown 4.0, it's not going to fucking hold us back. Um, we are going to do it by hook or by crook, rain, hail or shine, locky on Zoom. We're going to make it fucking work uh, because we know how shit it's going to be for this lockdown. And we want to provide you guys with the entertainment you need. We're That's an essential right. service. Well, hopefully by next week, like we'll just be back to normal too. Oh, shit. It's not happening. It's going to be a long one, this one. Uh, I think they're already, they're already just... They're, they're, they're inching their finger just slightly closer to our arsehole every time. And then one day they're just going to put it right in. Knuckle deep. It's going to be... <laughs> you, you, see you in Christmas, you cunts. It's going to be fucked. Um, but we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Well, you guys will always have the Stepmates podcast every week. Doesn't matter. We're going to do it. We're going to do it despite all of the fucking restrictions. We'll figure out a way. Um, Lockie will be here next week. Regardless, um, we'll keep, we're so going to move we can, him in. He's going to be an intimate partner. We're going to find a way. I'm going to call the government. I'm going to call the government and just go, hey, listen, it's me, Mark. What do I have from to the do? Stepmates podcast? Yeah. And they're going to go, what do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need? What support do you need? And I'll just tell them, I, just, I need Lockie to be able to come 200 meters from down the road uh, and pop off into a small unventilated box uh, and talk to <laughs> us so I can stitch him up and pretend that I've got COVID. That's <laughs> what the listeners want to hear. That's what they want. Anyway, in all honesty, we hope you're all uh, doing okay in lockdown. We were, we were sort of making the joke. It was like we were having a bit of a laugh. Like, how great is this lockdown? Yeah, my social calendar has been, you know, squashed and uh, it's all been freed up and we're having a great weekend. Imagine what it would be like if it adversely affected my life. Uh, and I do hope that there's not too many listeners out there that are in that position. Um and we hope that everyone is sort of like just putting on an old pair of shoes or something and just going like, oh, yeah, I remember how fucked this felt. Um, so we hope that no one is too adversely affected by the uh, by the lockdown. But if you are, get in touch. Uh, send us an Instagram message or, or get in touch and we'll see if we can help you by picking on you in some way uh, in a segment. On the show next on week. On the show <laughs> next week. And we'll give you a shout out. Um, but anyway, yeah, you all take care and we will see you Thursday night for the Patreon potty for those good cunts that support us out on Patreon. But for all the rest of you freeloaders, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. 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 Thanks, bye. Ha, ha, ha.